Baptist Church podcast. We hope you are blessed by the sermons, devotional readings, and teachings that we put out as an encouragement and strength for daily living as we seek to glorify the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, because all things are done for our good and His glory. Welcome to For the Nations podcast, where we proclaim the gospel because Jesus asked for the nations. This is your host, Cody Lester. On this episode, Joe and I speak to a couple of guys named Rocky and Heath. During the course of our conversation, we had the privilege of discussing the sovereignty of God over the free will of man. We presented the biblical teaching that man indeed makes free, conscious decisions, and yet God accomplishes all of His holy will. We explained that man's will is limited by a sinful nature, but God's will is truly free. The scripture puts it like this in Psalm 115, verse 3, Our God is in the heavens. He does all that He pleases. And again in Ephesians 1.11, God works all things according to the counsel of His will. It is important for people to rightly understand this doctrine because quite often this doctrine is the difference in a man-centered view of salvation and a God-centered view of salvation. It comes down to the question of whose will is the deciding factor in salvation. In Romans 9.16, we read very clearly that salvation is not dependent on human will or exertion, but on God who has mercy. May God receive all the glory for our conversation with Rocky and Heath. Hi, fellas. If someone were to give you a million dollars, could you tell them how to get to heaven? Probably not. <laughs> what you, man? Well, what if I just give you a million dollar bill then? It has the gospel on the back of it. Are uh, you all familiar with the gospel of Jesus Christ? Uh, yeah. Somewhat. Somewhat? Yeah, somewhat. You go to church anywhere or anything like that? Yeah, I go to St. Andrews. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So, yeah, I haven't been to church in probably over a year since COVID and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah I go to Center Point. It's a okay. small church. I got you. What's your all's names? I'm Rocky. I'm Heath. Rocky and Heath. Yeah. Cody. I'm Joe. It's Joe. Nice, nice to meet you. Meet you. Oh. Good yeah. day, man. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so, uh, would you would you consider yourself to be a good person? Uh, good enough to get to heaven. Oh, probably not. No. Probably not. No. About you? Maybe later. Because it's not just yeah. about being a good person, right? It's not just about being a good person. It's about you know, accepting Jesus into your life, right? Right. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, so, do they teach you about the Ten Commandments at some yeah, point? Uh, yeah. What they What do they teach? About. I mean, I, I can't even remember it's been so long. Yeah, I got you. What about you? Honest. Yeah, I know. You know? Decent okay. Do uh, you think you've kept them? No. No? You? No. Um, just to, to go a little deeper into that, um, one of them is you shall not lie. Uh, you've broken that one? Yes. You think? <laughs> You're like, yeah, of course. <laughs> How many lies do you think you've told? Can't even count. To me, it even count, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you shall not steal. Have you ever stolen anything? I think I'm good. Bro. Yeah, I don't. Never stole anything. Maybe when I was a kid. Yeah. Some minor. Never stole any candy. Fifty percent. What about adultery? You shall not commit adultery. I mean, what would you consider adultery? Yeah. Well, uh, God's design for sex is one man, one woman in the context of marriage. Yeah, I mean, so. Think you've yeah. broken that one? Or are you good there? I'm good there. All right. In Matthew 5, Jesus kind of ups the ante on it. And he says, if you so much as look at a woman with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. 
and that's the way. You change your answer now. Yeah, what about the internet? <laughs> right. So, and that's how God's going to judge on the day of judgment. He's going to judge the thoughts and intents of our heart. Um, the Bible says He's going to judge the secrets of men on that day. Um, so, on that standard, if, if God were to judge you solely by the standard of Ten Commandments, what do you think? Heaven or hell? I'd probably go to hell. Same. Same? Yeah. yeah. Does that concern you at all? Yeah? Yeah. Kind of, not really. I mean, do you know what hell's like? No. Do you? Uh, I'm not. Have you, have you heard? Uh, it's yeah. a eternal conscious torment. Mm -hmm. it's, it's described as, a, as like a lake of fire. I mean, you know how you burn your hand on the stove, how bad that hurts. Imagine that from, from head to toe, right? And never ending. So, um, but do you know, what would you say if, if you were standing before God and you were about to, to go to hell? What do you think Probably you apologize. Would, right? Just continuously apologize, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so let's, let, let's go to the courtroom then. So because we, we call it Judgment Day, so let's go to the courtroom, right? We go, we, go, we, we, we do all, uh, we, we, we sin against, uh, you know, uh, or let's just, let's go to a, a courtroom setting that we'd be familiar with. Let's say that uh, I punch Cody in the face here. I go to the court and uh, the judge says, you know what, son, you're guilty of assault. You punch Cody in the face. And I said, man, I'm real sorry. What's the judge going to do? Is he going to say, oh, well, since you're sorry about it, don't worry about it. You know? Right. See, he's, yeah. if he's a good judge, he has to judge right. that offense. Yeah. Yeah. So if, uh, so if God is a good judge, if God yeah. is the perfect judge, he can't just universe, let our sins off the hook. He, he can't just. We can't just look at him and say, "Well, we're sorry." Right. We have to, you know, there has to be some atonement made for that sin. It says the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no atonement for sin. Yeah. And we do have that shed blood through Jesus Christ. Are you all familiar with what happened on the cross? Yeah, he's crucified. Right? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Um, the people made. Uh, it was Pontius Pilate. Mm -hmm. Do it. Right. Right. They didn't really want to, but. Right. That, yeah, that was what was going on in the earthly realm. Yeah. But there was something more going on behind the scenes because that punishment that you and I rightly deserve for our sins, that eternal hell, was placed on Christ. And God poured out His wrath on His Son so that He could let, uh, let us sinners go free. Um, he was taking the punishment we rightly, des rightly deserve. It's like somebody stepping into the courtroom and saying, um, no, don't, don't pour out that judgment on Rocky and Heath. I'll take it upon myself. That's what Jesus was doing on the cross. Um, and so you, you've heard that he lived a perfect life. You heard that part before? So in, that, in repenting of your sins and turning to him in faith, you get his perfect righteousness credited to you. So... Um, so when you stand before God in judgment, He won't see the deeds of Rocky and Heath. He will see the deeds of Jesus Christ who fulfilled all those commands that we've broken. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, he kept them on our behalf. He kept them for us. So He could give us His righteousness. He took our punishment upon Himself. Does that make sense? Yeah. The Bible says, he, he who knew no sin became sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. But to get that exchange, to get that payment made on your behalf, you know what He requires you to do? He requires repent, you to right? repent. That's right. To repent. To turn away from your sins. To turn away from uh, lusting, lying, uh, dishonoring your parents, uh, 
any of the various forms of idolatry, things that we treasure more than God. He commands us to turn away from all that, to become slaves to Christ. The word that we use in our language that we, that we say, you know, the English word repent, the Greek word that, that's translated from is actually metanoia. Do you hear the metamorphosis? That's, that's one of the roots for, for, the, for our word metamorphosis. What is a metamorphosis? It's to change. It's to be. It's mm-hmm. to be different. Evolve. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that's what that's that's what repentance is. It's it's not right. living that life of sin anymore, but it's finding out what God has prescribed, and 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 through the Spirit, through the uh, the, the the empowerment of the Spirit, living that living a more holy life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Bible says, if you turn to Christ in faith, you turn away from your sins. He'll give you a new heart with new desires. He'll make you a totally new creation. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, um, wouldn't we be a different person then? Yeah. Yeah. You will be a different person. <laughs> Do you it know what? Wouldn't, it wouldn't be us, though. Well, it'll still be you. Uh, it'll just be you made new. Um, <laughs> you will go from being um, somebody who couldn't help but to sin to somebody who can turn, now turn away from sin. That's a great point. Yeah. You guys think God has a plan? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. You don't? Why not? He gave us free will. How could he have a plan if we had free will? Okay. Well, the How Bible does say... Let's start there. Okay, okay. Free. I mean, okay then you do whatever, whatever you want. You do, stop sinning. Never ever sin again. You're completely free to do it. <laughs> stop sinning. But well, How about fly? I, mean, I could. <laughs> Why don't you fly? Because I don't have superpowers. <laughs> so you're but not free to fly. But you're not totally free. To build airplanes. Right. Your will is limited, right? What if you wanted to fly with this body? No Our choice. Our moral will, though. Okay. 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 We'll All go, right, we'll the physical world. Yeah. So again, stop sinning. Just, just never, ever, ever, ever sin again. I mean, some people have chosen that life. Mm-hmm. They've never. They, 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 I'm, they, I'm not strong enough. <laughs> they're not either. Yeah, they're, they're not, not either. either. So, right. um, as much right. as we want to not sin, as much as I want to turn away from my sin, right. I fall short every day because the great commandment is this: love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Okay, do that from now on forever. Right? Can't do it can't do it. We're sinful, limited human creatures, okay? Uh, even though we have a will, our will is bound to our nature. But God doesn't control us. I would agree with that. Right. We make free choices. We're, so he doesn't have a plan. Well. Well, how was Jesus, the, the lamb slain before the foundation of the earth, how was the how was Jesus dying on the cross, the, yeah. the, the, the foreordained plan of God in Acts? In, in, yeah, in the book had a plan for Jesus. Right. Okay. Well, that, that plan for Jesus incorporated a whole lot of people's free will. Right. Mm-hmm. Think about Pilate. Think about the Jews. Think about Mary and Joseph. Judas. Joseph could have said, nope, I'm divorcing her, and it would all have been off. Everybody from Adam up to Jesus, their free wills were involved. God's bigger than our will. God, can, God does what God does, uh, even though we freely make choices all day, every day. He's above our will. Right. You know, I, I don't know exactly how all that fits together. I'll be honest. I have a hard time wrapping my mind around that because I, I don't perceive that I'm being controlled. I don't perceive that I'm a robot, you know, or anything like that. I make free conscious choices, and yet God has a way to weave all of our free choices together into His history, His story, right. uh, from beginning to end. And that's I, I really don't understand it, but that's what the way the Bible just, describes it. And that's how Judas can be the son of perdition. And Psalm 115.3 still say, Our God right. is in the heavens. He does whatever He pleases. Yeah. The other thing... The other thing, people are ignorant because of that, because they think God has a plan. They think they use it as a crutch and just say, God has a plan. Uh, they might. They might do that, but I, I, don't, I try not to do that. <laughs> I try not to just, just 
chalk it up to, you know, I don't have to think about something because God has a plan. Um, but I do have to rely on him and things I don't understand. Um, so, yeah. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says the secret things belong to the Lord, but the things revealed have been given to us for us and our children. So that's, I don't, I'm not trying to cop out with that. We absolutely believe that God is ordaining every, all things that come to pass, but that doesn't in any way affect man's free moral agency in right. terms of you are called by God to repent and, and right. you are... And you're still responsible. Yeah, you are commanded by God to repent and responsible to do that. Yeah, and you're responsible for your uh, your actions. No, I, I understand that. I just, yeah. I, yeah, I still don't think he has a plan. Okay. What would he have to do to convince you he has a plan? I mean, if you took a bunch of ants and you put them in whatever you call that, they're going to do what they want. Mm-hmm. You put them in there, you had a plan to have them as pets. They have free will. But you don't Inside control the them. Maybe your plan, if you harvest bees, is to make honey. Mm-hmm. Right. But, well, I really can't come up with a good analogy um, because there there really isn't one that, that really encapsulates it. But um, but how do you know? Because we're relying on Scripture to tell us that what we're believing here that God does have a plan, even though man is free, uh, man does what man whatever man wants, and yet God's plan always comes to pass. Um, so how do you? That that's where we derive that is from the Scriptures. How do you know what truth is? No, no. For all I know, God cannot be real. I just choose to believe in Him. Okay. Uh, how would you know that God? Oh! Yeah. I don't know. So, I would just challenge you to think on that. To think, you know, you say you don't believe He has a plan, but you don't really have a reason to believe He doesn't have a plan. Or you don't really have a reason to believe one way or another, other than just that's what you I think. I have a lot of reasons to believe in Him, really. Right. Let me ask you this, that building right there, how did it get there? Man built it. Interesting. How did creation get there? Did it have a creator? Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so there's your answer. Yeah. You know, if a building if a building has to have a builder, a creation has to have a creator. Yeah. No, I, I believe God created right. us. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to, you know, but and, you, and I you, do that based on uh, You kind of seem to be I think they call it open, open theism. Yeah. You just think he, he made everything and he's kind of hands off and man's just doing whatever man's doing? Or? Because then he would just have, then we would just be people on leashes. We would just be pets. Right. If we didn't have free will, we wouldn't be humans. Right. The only thing God cannot make is love for himself. That's the only thing we can give him that he can't make. Right. That's why he gave us free will. Well, well, uh, God is love. God is the very epitome of love. We can't yeah. love without God. What he wants from us is love to give him. He can't create love for himself. He can't that's, make us love. That's why he gave us free will. So what is this? What is the? What is the? Then let me ask you this: What is the? Uh, what is the purpose of the Holy Spirit in in terms of regeneration? Because uh, uh, Jesus says that. Uh, help me out here, Cody. Uh, shoot, I'm, I'm trying. Is it John six? I'm, I'm losing track. I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry, fella. But when Jesus says, uh, uh, "No man, no man comes to the Father except the Father draws him." Right. Or I mean, no, no man, man comes can come to me. Yeah. No man can come to me except the Father draws him to me. <laughs> right. And I will in no way cast him out. Right. So the Spirit draws. So that drawing by the Holy Spirit 
is, is, is the thing like Cody's talking about that turns our affections. Yeah. That 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 giving of the Holy Spirit is the is the is, is the thing that that uh, uh, is that. I'm trying to think of how to say it. Sorry, guys. Uh, but it's the thing that uh, that gives us the capacity. Thank you. That, love God. Yeah, yeah. That gives us the capacity. Do you know God. the story of Saul and Paul? Saul turned to Paul in the Book of Acts. I think it's Acts, uh, Acts nine. Nine. So there's a, a guy named Saul. He's on his way to Damascus. He's been persecuting the, the Christians, persecuting the church. Um, he's got a bad reputation, right? Has no love for Christ because he was uh, he was like a Pharisee, right? He's like the, the number one Pharisee. He trained under the biggest, baddest Pharisee there was. Yep. And uh, on his way to go persecute Christians, he's got letters from Jewish officials that give him permission to persecute them and to imprison them, to round them up. He gets literally knocked off his horse by a vision that he sees of Christ. And from that point on, his name was changed to Paul. It's Paul the Apostle, the one that penned uh, 17, 13. 13 books of the New Testament. So 13, possibly 14, if, if he penned Hebrews. <laughs> so again, Saul... His affections were changed. Yeah. Yeah. So we think when we get to heaven, we're not going to have any want to sin. Absolutely. Well... Actually, we'll I, I think presence of God. Uh, I would say I would say you're if you're regenerated here, you desire to not sin. You have right. desire. You, well, humans desire to sin. Right. That's and our, and our if nature. you have ever read there's Romans chapter seven, Paul the apostle himself mm-hmm. says, I, "When I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. I want to do the right thing, I end up doing the wrong thing all the time." Right. And yet, he has desires righteous desires implanted in him by the Holy Spirit. Right. And that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Right. So, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. We're going to go play ball. No, no, you're oh, fine. Oh, you're good. Thanks for the talk. Absolutely. No, appreciate it. See you, guys. Hey, Thank you. Take one of these. Thank you. Thank you. Rocky, he appreciate hey, you. Nice to meet you. Thanks. Thank Have you. a good one. God bless.